Welcome back to part of my franchise, a podcast about swords. It's not a podcast about swords. It's a podcast about swords. Was there even one sword in this movie? A sword day. This was not a sword day. Was the name one sword? There was no sword. I didn't... They had swords, but there was no sword. Yeah, there was no sword. I was intending that as a sort of a, like, testing for the microphone. Seems like we're just kind of in it. I was annoyed that you skipped my intro, but I guess we're just doing it. Do we, we could shout out to the Bavarian, whatever. What is it? Bavarian. Um... Shout out to Bavaria, first of all. If we got any Bavarian listeners, hell yeah. Uh, Bavarian State Office for the Preservation of Monuments. Hell yeah. This was recently too. This was. Um... We're looking at. Uh... A uh, recently unearthed uh, three thousand year old sword. Oh yeah, that was today. Oh, like recently. Yeah, recently. like recently. Well, probably. <laughs> probably it was the sword... found a long time ago, and they had to ver. They, you know, they don't publish things like this without verifying. Yeah. The veracity of it. Right. So, um, if somebody had just made a bronze sword and stuffed it under some dirt, and like faked it, they would have, ideally. I'll gi- I'll give you one out. We can um, do the intro to the podcast and clip all this and put it at the end, like we do with stairwells, or we can just keep rolling. No, we're already talking. Okay, I just wanted to check. Um, stairwells. I just wanted to ask you if you wanted <laughs> to do your intro. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Pardon My Franchise, etc., yeah, cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm Anna. I didn't say that. You did say welcome back to Pardon My Franchise. I'm Autumn, I'm joined by Nora. That's not right. I'm Nora, and I'm joined by Autumn. And we, of course, watched... <coughs> the 2000 Fuck. film Dungeons & Dragons. Yes. But right now we were looking at a 3,000-year-old sword found in Bavaria. Hmm. That looks I'm so much more cool. excited about this sword than... This I mean, it's so, it's so well-preserved. Look at how nice it looks. It took us two nights to watch a 100-minute movie. And look at these arrowheads that were found with it. Oh, yeah. They had like six of them in the other photo. Huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This sword is fucking cool, dude. I, I gotta... If you can hear any light rustling on the podcast, my arm is wrapped in saran from a tattoo no. I got earlier. Your arm is what? 
Is saran wrapped? No. Try again. I I don't know. It's wrapped in something. Wrapped in plastic. There you go. <laughs> you found it. I did not. That was not a good jack. So if you hear this, don't don't. That's what it means. Um. Uh. But I was telling my I was telling my tattoo artist I, I want to get like swords on the other arm. And now I'm looking at this 3,000-year-old sword they found, and I'm like, shit, what if I got that thing on me? What if you kept that thing on you? (laughs) (laughs) What if I got a bunch of tattoos of swords, and then at any time I could, like, touch one and, like, pull it out of my arm? Then you should definitely be getting a lightsaber tattoo. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) A minute ago I told you, no, no lightsaber tattoo. I've got a certain vibe. I don't know that the lightsaber fits into it. But now that you say that, you know what? Maybe I could get a lightsaber tattoo. You could get the weird knife from Solo that glows. Weird knife from Solo. Don't type in weird knife from Solo. I'm typing in weird knife from Solo and see. One-handed. Oh, Sue, I typed. Mm. No. When did that movie come out? Like 2017? 18. 18, okay. I was going to say 19, but then I remembered that um, this is what we want. The Cuso Patars. This, this does fit the aesthetic I have in my head a little better. This is something you buy at the mall. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is that this does fit the aesthetic I have in my head a little better, but its problem is that it's ugly as sin. <laughs> Can you read the first five or six words of that sentence? Kyozo Patars, a dedicated student of Terrascasi in hand-to-hand combat, Dryden Voss often wields a pair of custom-made Kyozo Patars. That's right. The sleep daggers serve a dual purpose. You don't need to read the whole thing. Yeah, that's why I was going to stop. A scintillating monomolecular laser. That's pretty cool. A scintillating? Yeah. I don't, I, you know, scintillating is one of those words that if I read it in a sentence, I don't think about it, but I don't think I actually know what scintillating means. I believe it has two different descriptions. Uh, one concerning light and one conserving emotion. Sparkling or shining brightly. Or brilliantly and excitingly clever or skillful. I guess I would have thought of this definition. They both sort of evoke pop rocks. They do. (laughs) So that's how you can tell. That's that's what I guess. um, I did think of it as a kind of sensory word. And so a scintillating blade didn't make sense to me immediately. But, you know. It's because it flickers a little bit in the yeah in the shot. Are you good? Yeah. Turns out that getting stabbed uh, like a couple thousand times, it's a little ouchies. Um, so the craziest thing about this movie is that Scrubs happened a year after it came out. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that crazy, but it is a little. It is the it is the most weird thing because this does feel like somebody was like, "Oh, Scrubs is really good. Let's try to do Scrubs." (laughs) That's what the. The dynamic between the two, like protagonists, feels like. Tell me their names. That. Snails. Uh huh. And Camden. Ridley. No. Ridley. It was Ridley. It I was had a... to do the fake name first. The the actor's name is Justin, and he looks so much like a Justin that the Ridley was hard to keep in my head. He looks like the guy from Treasure Planet. I haven't seen Treasure Planet, but I believe you. He's got like a sort of Treasure Planet vibe to him. I mean, it is. Um. The 
The sty- it was the style at the time. <laughs> it was the style at the time. Um, you'll you see exactly about... what I mean here. Oh, right. Oh, my God. He looks exactly like the guy from Treasure Planet. <laughs> yeah. It was this and, I guess, a um, little bit of Mummy, a little bit of uh, Titanic as well. Like, it was. this was just yeah, in the air. Yeah, for sure. For sure. This is what people used to be really into. And now this is what girls look like. This is what girls this look is what like. Zoomer <laughs> this is what Zoomer women. This is what Zoomer women. This is what Zoomer women. No, to go back to the to the Scrubs thing, um, it's weird because like I'm not. I I have not watched Scrubs since I was in high school. I was very very fond of Scrubs at a time. I've not seen it in long enough to come out here on this podcast and say Scrubs is good. You should go rewatch Scrubs. What I will say about Scrubs is that Zach Braff and Dom Faison have a really good chemistry. Yeah. Um, because they were friends in real life. Right. And when you uh, take that chemistry away from those characters as Marlon Wayans and Justin... Wayne. Sure. I think he also has... I, th- I wanted to say Whelan, like Michael Whelan. Wait. We should just look it up. Oh. Um, but as soon as you take that chemistry that those two actors have out of the equation, it really just highlights how much... Um, Waylon. Waylon and Wayans. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you take that chemistry out, like it just highlights that um, like the black sidekick trope of it all mm-hmm. uh, and just makes it really like... It just sucks. It now, just... I started on... Baby Scrubs. Which is? It's the Classified School Survival Guide. How is that Baby Scrubs? Mm? I'm thinking about it. I'm contemplating. Do they not have the same janitor? <laughs> they do have the same janitor. And are they not and evoking is, the same And it is kind of like group with the single ca- It's like single camera sitcom with like uh-huh. a funny narrator character. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Nancy the only difference is that the third protagonist. Oh, there's not a four. There's not a second woman in. <laughs> there's not a second girl in Ned's Declassified in their friend group. Mm-hmm. For for Cookie to be with. Right. The girl is the other is the blonde girl from Scrums. Uh uh-huh. Um. You know. <laughs> it's like I'm, the Reese's and Ho- uh, Hogan's Heroes situation. We've been watching a lot of House lately. Not lately. It was like a month ago. And more recently than that. Also, I've kept watching House when you haven't. You didn't want to watch House with me. One time. I was sitting on the couch and I put on House and you're like, no thanks. And so I thought you were done with House. The streets aren't going to fight themselves. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we've been watching House and watching House sort of makes me think about, wow, all the jokes in the show are really just about like sexual harassment in a way that you just couldn't do in a show anymore. you can. The Good Doctor is airing now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like, things that were just acceptable in 2004 or whatever are not acceptable now. And similarly, um, the way that, um, uh, what's his, who, who what's Donald Faison? No, what's oh. Donald Faison's character in... Also, why do I just say face on like he's <laughs> he's got a blaster on his arm? Like he's the guy. From, like, like he's, he's in the mind. Tom Hardy in Nemesis. <laughs> uh, but what's what's his character's name? 
I'm gonna look up the cast of Scrubs real quick. I can't remember any. I can remember one character's name, but that's because his name is part of his bit. I don't feel feel like we finished a single sentence in this podcast oh, yet. Yeah. So Turk and then his wife Carla. Um, everything around Carla. The moment I thought about it, I'm just like, wow, you could not write a a, a black woman the way that they write her in that show anymore. You just couldn't do that. Um, it is so much just, isn't it funny when this character is a stereotype? That is Well, it's the, also the uh, Hispanic. Yes, like, yes. It is, situation. isn't it funny when we mash these two stereotypes together? It's, it's not the Hispanic mother trope. It's uh-huh. like the overbearing... Though she does eventually become that, like by season like five oh, yeah. or something. That is, that it's, does get incorporated. It's the like... Um, Overly tempestuous wife, right? Yeah, overbearing, yeah, yeah, yeah. etc. Yeah, uh, I guess overbearing ethnic wife is, is like a sort of an umbrella. That is also how uh, many doctors on Scrubs would describe her. <laughs> I, I saw Kelso as you were saying that, and I was like, that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we were talking about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> we were. Um, I was kind of done talking about Dungeons and Dragons. It's not very good. Jeremy Irons is in it, but he's not in it as much as you'd want. And he didn't, he can't. He's not bringing his Aragon A game here. No, he's really not because with with Aragon, <clears throat> one I think he's I think he's maybe better at being a hero than a villain. But with Aragon, he's just got something going on. He. He he's got he, he's got that Vigo juice. But he knows him. I think like this character the character of Brom is so different. Mm-hmm. If you're playing just a crazy evil wizard, it's one thing. But when you're the mentor character, that lets that gives you a whole like different language. Yes. Where you can be like, "Oh, imply that I know so much more and and, and, and you can like do little things with your because you have to interact with the protagonist for most of the movie, so you're ha- you have to be in a lot of scenes. So you can like, I feel like that must give you more space. Yeah, more stuff to play with. And speaking of stuff to play with, I'm gonna take this bottle away from you. No, I'm sipping my soda. And you're peeling the sticker off. Anyway, um, so yeah, Jeremy and Aragon, and there's also you know, to to be to be crass about it, um. I think I think Jeremy can read the script to Aragon and be like, "Ooh, this seems like a real stinker." But if I want any, if I want any of that sequel money, like this whole movie has to, I have to carry this movie, you know. And he does; he carries that movie. Um, <clears throat> it's the only reason it's worth watching. It's a at all. shame that there's nobody in the last half to really carry that movie because they don't give Durza anything to do. Right, and so. Um, like Ed Spillier is not doing it. <laughs> as opposed to, if I'm Jeremy and I get given the script for, I call him Jeremy. We're friends like that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Alfred. If if I get the script for Dungeons and Dragons, I'm like, well, this isn't going fucking anywhere. I, like, what am I supposed? To, I'm gonna show up and be like, ah, I'm an evil wizard. Ah, okay. And he leaves. He, he's he's clocking in and clocking out yeah. at the evil wizard factory. He's the person who is. <laughs> First on the list on the on the page, I he's the first person to show up in the movie. I could not name or recognize anybody else except for our guy 
from Highlander? Yes, the uh, Damodar is played by the bad guy from Highlander 4. Endgame. Um, yeah. Uh, Man, we, Highlander Endgame is so good. It's so good. It's so fucking good, dude. <laughs> and he's every bit as gay in yes. this. <laughs> in his little he's baggy a, blue lipstick. He's just a bottom in this movie. He really is. <laughs> he's a top in the other. Um, we just had to kind of eat our vegetables. I knew this wasn't going to be very good, but I, did, I was hoping it would be interesting. I was hoping it would be more fun than it was, and I just didn't really get anything. There and wasn't the next two movies... I know nothing about this. Uh-huh. I knew about mm-hmm. this. I had seen some footage of. I knew the sh- shape of the plot. The next two, I don't think they have the budget that this one has. This one does not have a budget. Oh, it has a budget. This is a. There are like three or four CGI dragons on the screen at a time. <laughs> this this movie has the most intense uh, dudes in a forest energy to it. <laughs> they go to that Metal. sick cathedral. This, you know what this reminds me of? How much how much movie Bob did you watch back in the day? None, but I watched a good amount of um Game Overthinker? Yes. So you remember all those times uh Movie Bob ran out into the forest with like him and his brother in two ninja costumes or something? No. Okay. I don't remember this. Okay. This is this is the energy of that. Uh I remember seeing a Video somebody shot in the woods that was dramatizing the first page of 8-Bit Theater. The first page? Yeah, the first, like, page that you want that you read. I always forget that's a Brian Clevenger comic. It's the Brian Clevenger no, comic. No, it's not! <laughs> no, it fucking ain't! It's the only one for me. Shut the fuck up. Although I have played the Atomic Robo RPG, I should have never got rid of. Um, I had a, I had a Brian nice. <laughs> I had a, I, I had a um, one big uh, omnibus volume of Atomic Robo, and I got rid of it because Atomic Robo is cringe. But I should have kept it around. It's cringe, but it, you know, um, I don't go for that kind of sci-fi. But I, it's fine. The the bit the worst. The thing that's honestly hardest to stomach about Atomic Robo now is, um, like, the portal humor of, like, science. You know, if we just say the word science, that's fun. And funny, uh, it's it's Neil deGrasse Tyson core. It's, I fucking love science core. Yeah. I was under the impression, and forgive me, uh-huh. but judging from how Brian Clevenger mm. talks about his influences, I was under the impression that Hellboy had that element. No! Never! I've seen the pancakes thing. That feels... You know. You should read some Hellboy. You should just go read Hellboy in Mexico. (laughs) You should just go read Hellboy. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, I got five fucking volumes of it right there. Just go read that shit. I don't don't even have Seed of Destruction, so you don't even have to read the one bad Hellboy comic. Here's the really important thing about any character. Uh Which fighting game should Hellboy be in? Mm, isn't he in Mortal Kombat? I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's like final. I don't think answer. so. I, th- I thought he was in Hellboy fighting game. <clears throat> that Hellboy video game they announced a while back looked good, and then Injustice Two. He's okay, in Injustice yeah, Two. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he shouldn't be torn apart. I don't think Hellboy should be torn apart. Right. Yeah. You know, I was honestly, gonna say, I was gonna say Soul Calibur. 
I can't think of a better answer than Injustice 2, honestly. You know? Yeah. They, they kind of got it in one with that. Um, oh, I forgot that Hellboy Web of Weird. That's it's, the one. It's, it's the fucking... And he's voiced by... Um... Ron? Is Ron back? No, it's the guy from um, from John Wick who just died. Lance Reddick? Yes, Lance oh, Reddick. Oh, wow. He voiced, he voiced uh, Hellboy in this video game. Hmm. You gotta... There's like one tiny bit of my tattoo that's sticking out from the saran wrap, and it hurts. Um, Does the saran wrap help? No, it's just that that's exposed to the air a little bit more. Oh, okay. Um, uh, any... any character can be divided into whether they are they should be a soul caliber mortal Kombat, or tekken guest star I or smash see, brothers i could see i could see hellboy in smash or tekken mm. but it doesn't it's not quite right it doesn't it doesn't feel right yeah it, it it would work but it just it's just not quite there give me another character give me another uh luke skywalker luke skywalker that's a that's a fucking Soul Calibur guy. Oh, yeah. It's an yeah. easy one to fill out. Uh, Ged. <laughs> Ged. <laughs> Sparrowhawk. Sparrowhawk. Um, Ged. Ged could be in, um, Ged could be in Smash because they'd come up with some goofy-ass mechanic for him to have that you're like, what the fuck are we doing here? Um, he'd have some absurd meter, and you're like, you didn't bring meter into these games <laughs> to, like, the sixth entry. What are we doing? Um, Sherlock Holmes. That's an easy Smash guy, I feel like. But also... Really? Also, Sherlock Holmes in Tekken is very amusing to me. That is true. <laughs> I really like that idea. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, Darkstalkers. <laughs> <laughs> so never in the game? <laughs> You don't get to be in Darkstalkers if they don't make Darkstalkers. <laughs> they should put Scott Pilgrim in uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. <laughs> he would love that. <laughs> they should put they should put Scott Pilgrim in that um, TMNT beat 'em up that was. Oh yeah. That like everybody's favorite beat 'em up was the Scott Pilgrim game until the TMNT game came out. You know. I don't think everyone's favorite was that. It was just a very popular one at a time. They were not making many of those. And part of it was that it got delisted, so you couldn't play it anymore. Yeah. Bilbo yeah, weird... Baggins. Bilbo. Um. Every week when I go to therapy now, I, I drive down a street called Balbo. <laughs> it makes me <laughs> fucking laugh every time. Um. Bilbo could be a Tekken guy. I feel like sometimes you get weird Tekken guys that are, like, too short to hit or something. You know? I feel like Tekken has, like, weird... You sure you're not thinking of Dead or Alive? Might be thinking of Dead or Alive. I don't, Bilbo and I Dead don't... or Alive is really fucking <laughs> funny to think about. I don't really remember the difference between Dead or Alive and Tekken. Bilbo could also be a more versed Capcom character, for sure. I think I've played about as much of each. Tekken and... Dead, Dead or Alive? Because I've played some Dead or Alive 5. I don't think I've played one round of Dead or Alive in my life. I've played... I've gone to arcades and been like, oh, there's Tekken. I'll play some Tekken. And then I'm like, I don't even know the buttons in this fucking game. Dalinar Kalin. Dalinar Kalin. Now there is a fucking Street Fighter guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dalinar Kalin uh, would absolutely have killer win quotes about what it means to be a king. <sighs> um... And, and... You could have you could have him pull out the sword 
for his um, super, but him just beating the hell out of you with his fists, I could believe Dalinar doing that. Uh, is this good podcast? Are we doing good podcast here? Taron. Taron Wanderer? Yeah, the High King. I have Smash, I guess. Okay. He's a kid. Yeah, he is just kind of a child. He's not much... He doesn't have powers, really. <laughs> so... Uh, I would, I would, I would legitimately love the kids from Cross Game in Smash. I think that would be fun. What if, what if, you know, your millionth sword character, but the the sword was a baseball bat. In what? In Smash. No, from what? Cross Game. It's a manga I like. Don't worry about it. Juo is Juo is cackling at the screen with evil laughter right now. Where do we put Galadriel? Galadriel. Tekken. Galadriel might be a Soul Calibur, but I could see Tekken. I think Galadriel might be a King of Fighters. Ooh, ooh. Okay. What if what if what, <laughs> what if, if Galadriel, Galadriel was in Garo? What if Galadriel was supposed to be in the game, and in the last second she jumped out of the video game? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Karl Marx. <laughs> That's a Tekken guy. <laughs> Karl Marx. He's got a mean left hook. He's got a mean left hook, and I would just be so amused by seeing him. That little, like, shuffle step they do in Tekken. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Dalinar might be more of a soul caliper. Well, yeah. He can use his sword. That's why I said, that's why I said Street Fighter, because I felt like it was cheating to say soul caliber. Aragon would be soul caliber. Aragon would be soul caliber. Elric would be soul caliber. Elric could be Mortal Kombat. Elric could be Smash Bros. Elric could be Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Elric could conjure Ariok and yeah, <laughs> and rip you apart or double team you. Blood and souls. Happen. Blood and souls for my lord Ariok. Uh, I've really warmed up to the guy who does the uh, narration for the Elric books. I I didn't like him at first, but he's really grown on me. In the way that, like, a lot of my favorite audiobook narrators do. Um, like, I didn't like Rob Inglis the first time I listened to him. And now um, I'm weeping as he describes the Battle of Pelennor Fields. Um, I can't think of any other guys. That might be all of the guys that, that exist. That might be all the guys that exist. And also, I have to go to the bathroom, so maybe the podcast is over. Next week, we'll be back with... Dungeons and Dragons 2, Wrath of the Gods, is that it? Nope. Wrath of the Dragon God. Wrath of the Dragon God. I think it's 2005. Sure. I think it's 05, 08, and then 2023. Ugh. I, I can't type. I cannot type. <laughs> uh, we've got the made-for-TV sequel, Wrath of the Dragon God, in 2005. And Book of Vile Darkness in 2011. Damodar comes back for the 2005 movie? Damodar. <laughs> yeah, he's got first billing. Now that, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Now that gone? Jeremy's gone. Yeah. I don't see any other recognizable characters. Um, or actors. Oh, it is literally a sequel. It's set in Izmir. This said, the the other page said that this movie's not a direct sequel, but I, I couldn't tell you. 100 years after the first film, Damodar is revived. That's how it opens. 
Then we got Dragons of Darkness 3 and the Book of Vile Darkness. 2012 direct-to-DVD British dark fantasy adventure film. Dark fantasy? I guess this was the... When, when did this come out? 2012? 86 minutes, baby. Woo! Budget, 12 million. Ooh. Wrath of the Dragon God, budget. 12 million. 12 million. Dungeons and Dragons 2000, budget. 45 million. Oh, Box no. office. 33 million. <laughs> It was very funny scrolling the Rotten Tomatoes on this movie, and the positive reviews were like, teenage boys will enjoy this movie. Not, you know, fun for the whole family. Not that the uh, reviewer enjoyed the movie, but someone else might hypothetically enjoy the movie. Can you tell me how many times the word orb shows up on this Wikipedia page for Dragon? 13. Wrath of the Dragon God? That's, That's right. How about for this one? No Phrase orb! Not found. No orb in vile darkness! You know what I thought about every day this week? Because I remembered is, it. Is it orb? No, I just... I remembered... Um, a while back, you opened up a ebook of The Hobbit and just did a Control-F for she and her <laughs> and got no results. Um, and I just think about that every day. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. I was about to say, no, Goldberry was there, but... No. Goldberry was not there. Man. Was the crank there? (laughs) Man. This is a little... Oh, shit. Okay. I've never wanted to get a tattoo of, like, a big titty lady before. (laughs) But I was looking today at some big titty ladies uh, that my tattoo artist has drawn. um, Because, you know, you go into a tattoo shop and they just have, like, art everywhere. Um... And I believe I believe our friend um, has she's got she's got two titty ladies and it might have been she might have had the same artist for the titty ladies on her arms. Anyway, um, I was thinking today I could get like a titty lady on my leg or something. I could think about that. Um, and now I'm thinking about it like a just a tattoo of Goldberry with big old knockers. <laughs> How would you make it known that it was Goldberry though? Uh. Well, that MTG art of, um... Oh, yeah. MTG Goldberry. Uh, Not Godberry. Goodberry Dragon. I'm about to smoke some of that Goodberry Dragon after this. Smoke some of that good pancake. <laughs> that is that is a hell of a thigh. That is a hell of a thigh. The The tweet I saw about this was... that. Oh, that's why Tom Bombadil was like that. <laughs> Uh, shout yeah, out me, to whoever tweeted that. Get you a bigger picture of that yeah. in there. Yeah. I mean, if I I don't want to put a character on me. I could I could get I could get Goldberry in her thick thighs like tattooed on my leg. I could get an eye with like a hourglass pupil. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, I could also just get an hourglass. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Wait, she does what? <laughs> I love you. When YouTube thumbnails show up in Google results, that's the that's good. Tap, move a counter of each kind not on Goldberry River Daughter from another target permanent you control onto Goldberry. Spend one blue and tap, move one or more counters from Goldberry onto another target permanent you control. If you do, draw a card. Sure. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, I do know what all that means, but I don't know what the purpose of any of it would be. Oh, this is a really good YouTube thumbnail, though. Just this guy with a beard, just like that's a TikTok. reacting. Oh, yes. 
Yeah. That might be the one where, like, uh, he's, like, slowly retreating from the camera so you see the image and he's, like, mopping his forehead with a towel. Oh, maybe this was the TikTok. Maybe the TikTok guy, it wasn't a tweet. It was this TikTok being like, oh, well, that's why Tom Bombadil was like that. Anyway, um, let's get out of here. If you've got tattoo ideas for me, let me know. Yeah, Nora wants to get a tattoo and is indecisive. And I also can't afford a tattoo for a while. Yeah. Because uh, I guess it's Xbox money to get a tattoo. <laughs> This this one was three hundred, so it wasn't cheap. This was this was two fifty, and I tipped him pretty good because he, mm. he did a really good job. Mm. Uh, uh, I'm not doing great on money right now, but I'm doing okay. <laughs> people should people should support the Patreon because um, yes, people we, should certainly do that. I, I I treated myself to this. It's probably ill advised, but I wanted to, and I did. I've still got dental work to get done. Yeah, people should support the Patreon. <laughs> uh, if the idea of me having more self-confidence is appealing to you, then give us more money so that I can get my teeth fixed. So true. It's almost done. So true. But then once your teeth are fixed, then I need to start going to the dentist. Yeah. I don't have nearly as much work, but it ain't going to be cheap, you know? It's going to be fillings mostly for you. It's going to be fillings mostly. Which is different from root canals. Yeah. But, um, because you're gonna, you're not gonna let this sit like this for another decade, are you? I've let it sit for a decade so far. <laughs> but look, you've got all the structure, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, one last one. One last one. Gatsby. Gatsby. Um, and you can't say Limbus because I already did that thought experiment. <laughs> that was my addition to Limbus Company was to put Gatsby in it. Um, they should put Gatsby in, as played, as played by Leonardo DiCaprio? Not necessarily, although I don't know of any other portrayal. It could, I guess it could be like a, we didn't get Leo's license, but this is like legally distinct from Leo sort of deal. Um, certainly Marvel vs. Capcom feels like the, the right level of goofy to contain him. Um... You would put him as, like, a, a skin for Phoenix? Yeah. <laughs> Why Phoenix? Because he's a guy. He's just a guy. Well, Phoenix's whole thing is that she doesn't die. And Gatsby's whole thing is that he does die. Phoenix is a lawyer? You meant Phoenix right, not... There's, a... <laughs> There's another character in that game named Phoenix. You can't call That's him... That's Jean Grey. She's Phoenix! Which one seems more likely that I was talking about when we're talking about You Jay like X-Men! You like X-Men! <laughs> I do. You know who doesn't come up in the X-Men that I'm familiar with? Phoenix! That's crazy, but sure. Anyway. <clears throat> I don't think this is on me. Write in if you think that I'm right. I think this is Don't write in if you think Autumn is right. She's quacking, folks. We gotta go. I'm not quacking. Usagi Yojimbo. You always call... Usagi Yojimbo, uh... I mean, I would want Usagi to do combos. Killer Instinct. Ooh, yeah. Like Unreal Engine 5, Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah. It would be so nasty. I want oh. him to be mangy a little bit. It would be so hideous. I <clears throat> love it. 
I meant to, speaking of Killer Instinct, I meant to talk to you about something, and we're just going to do this on the podcast right now. So, Spinal! <laughs> the, the storage on our Xbox is at 98%. We need to uninstall some video games. You're asking me to uninstall Conan Exiles and free up 190 gigs? <laughs> I am. Ex- I was going to ask you to uninstall Conan Exiles. Uh, I was going to ask you about Killer Instinct, but I wanted to leave, you know, I don't it's fighting game fighting season. games. Yeah, it makes sense. Because I've been I've played Killer Instinct with folks mm. recently. Fair enough. Um, well, we can Conan... get rid of Hollow Knight though. I thought we got rid of Hollow Knight. We might have. Um, Probably get rid of Death Loop. I'm not going to play that unless we do it for journal at this point. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I installed Death of the Outsider last night, and I was like, "Why am I doing this?" I saw that. I'm not going to play this. I would like to play Death of the Outsider one of these days. I'm not going to play it in the next like two weeks so i'm not really sure why i installed it you wanted the dopamine i did want the dopamine you were retail therapying but with game yeah. pass yeah basically game pass therapy that's yeah. why i downloaded that uh side scroller about a uh detective with a demon in him or something sure i'm gonna go to the bathroom so no we're gonna keep podcasting for another hour no please do not <clears throat> grab my arm thank you what do we say to him? What's our new sign-off? It's for... not Ogre. No. Goodbye, bitches. No, it's a new D&D thing. What Until we... next time, keep rolling them 20s. That's cringy. It is we cringy. We can't say that. Oh, it's Ogre. It ain't Ogre till it's Ogre was normal and no, not cringy. No, it was normal. Uh, There's no funny lines in this movie. There was let no... the blood rain from the sky? Sure. I don't know. I have to go to the bathroom so Okay, bad. then go. To, until next time, that's a terrible way to do business. <laughs> <laughs>